to episode 120 of Tactical Crouch. It's a back-to-back podcast day. It's Kick Tripod here with Yiska and Volmel coming back at you with the things and the stuff and the, the things and the, the stuff. Yiska's already undone a button on his shirt. You know it's going to be a show. It's a, He's getting I, loose. You know, it's... I, I actually always have that two He's buttons. He's straight so. up hedge fund managing in Cancun right now. Mm. Nah. <laughs> with that. <laughs> We're just not doing laundry right now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. Time to get dressed for the day. Got to show up. Thanks. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, I hope you um, have a fun show today. We're going to be previewing the Countdown Cup Week 2 matches today and just talking about other things. So uh, we're going to get started. Before we do, big thank you to everybody who has subbed, donated, or become a patron. And a special thank you to our patron producers, Battle Crab, Pin Lotion, Charlie L Audio, Compass, Board Shop, Sammy, Kosh 67, Kushi Kopi, Shara Picasso, Nathan, Your Misery, Hunter Tain, Refine Bean, Reg Zane, Roger B, Fabled Steven, Owen, Chris, R34444, Yiska is holding me hostage, please send help, I'm under Yiska's desk, please send help, Yiska says, Fisher's Fritcha, Fisher, Fisher, Fisher. Thank you. Uh, I, I think the next time. step would have to be that you know it by heart. I think that's the next evolution. Of... Bruh. Just saying. What just do you saying. mean, just saying? Battlecrab pin lotion. Charlie, Charlie L. L. Joe Compass. Uh, yeah. Porkchop Sammy. Kasha 67. Gucci Kopi. Sharp Picasso. Nathan Your Misery. Yeah. Hunter Tain. Refined Bean. Rex Zane. Fabled Steven. Owen. Uh, Hunter Tain. Your Misery. Chris R. 3444. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. But I missed like a yeah. whole line. It was is Sharp Picasso. Nathan Your Misery. Hunter Tain. Refined Bean. Rex Zane. Roger B. Anyways. Yeah. There's a little extra That's- time for our patrons. Patreon hey. producers, thank you so much. Patreon.com slash tactical crouch. I could memorize it. I would. There you go. I think it's doable right is now. It, is that like, a thing you guys had to do in school? Like just like learn little poems by, by heart? I that still thing? Uh, I grew up in rural probably conservative Christian Minnesota. So if you think I didn't uh <laughs> Have to memorize Memorized Psalm, things. I think one nineteen or one twenty, which is mm-hmm. like two and a half pages. I think I did. We did pi oh. to I think one hundred and sixty digits. I think I did at one point. That was just really? for me. We it was yeah, that we got pay attention to geography. Nice geography, easy. Wow. I mean, we we definitely had like here, little seven year old, learned this Goethe. Poem where you don't know half the words. Like it's just stupid. Like, come on. Like they're talking about love, and I'm just like trying to collect Pokemon. Like I, come I on. have a jaded. I, I have a, an interesting thought on German poems from the Office because, like, the the episode where Dwight Schrute is reading to like the kids on Bring Your Kid to Work Work Day, and so he mm. brings like an old, <laughs> an old like pre-World War II, like, children's book. And it goes, the, the 
Tall Taylor comes to children who suck their thumbs at night and cuts their thumbs clear <sighs> off yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That's how I imagine uh, German... We- uh, oh, it's it's actually toddler. so awful, dude. Like it's literally we have one of those books uh, at the at the um, at the school, and it's like a one from the seventies, and it just has all these old ones when German uh, like didactics still thought. Oh yeah, we we teach these children by fear, <laughs> and it's just like you know we have like one one guy that's called Hans Kuckeniluft, and that's basically like Hans who only looks it up into the air and it's basically like to teach kids to look where they're going and this kid just like walks with his head up high and then just falls into the river and drowns dude like it's it's not even cool like this is a story for six-year-olds like kids in maybe in kindergarten it's so terrible like yeah then the guy um Zuppenkasper, which is basically like Soup Casper, where the kid doesn't want to eat his soup, so he starves. Dude, it's it's awful. <laughs> yeah. It's actually really I terrible. I mean, we have like the and boy who cried like wolf, pictures. right? Like we have, yeah. and I'm sure you have know, something. You have the boy who cried wolf, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, so we, we have some like very yeah, very like kind of harsh consequence type things. But there's like Struel Peter. Is what somebody posted in chat. Is that the name of like the collection of thumbs? The thumb collecting demon. Oh, is that who it is? I thought it was like a I don't know. Like an Aesop's fables type things where it's just like a collection mm. of all of these different short stories. Oh. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> well welcome to episode 120. It's kind of a light one. Here's, yes. here's what we discovered in, in doing in kind of preparing for today is that every single NA game by the odds is um, greater than an 80-20 split. So they're yeah. not very close ones. If even the odds, odds are putting them at 80-20. So there might not be a whole lot to discuss on the NA side. So it's it might be a little bit more of a loosey-goosey show. We'll have to see. We will see. It is a rough weekend, but that's okay. Sometimes you just need an off week. Sometimes you just need to see more opportunities for Super Genji. Why not? Well, why, why not? <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, see, I, I, I got I that like, new guy. Maybe I'm unreasonable. And let me, let me review uh, the footage. Yeah. And I got mode mad. I got even more mad too. Like it didn't help at all. Dude, like, it was not like I, I, I think I gave yesterday. I gave Super a pass because they didn't lose a map, and no. therefore it was serviceable enough that like unless you go back and watch it, like you're yeah, it was mm. fine. But even then, I was like, it wasn't good. I said it multiple times, like it wasn't good. No. But I think rewatching the matches, be like, no, it it was it was bad yeah it was yep. bad yeah i no, mean it's simply bad it's as good as you can reasonably expect from I a mean, main tank play, player yeah. for that it was actually very good yeah. surprising that, that yeah. you know a main tank player can hit gm on genji great good on you happy super is a nice guy good main tank genji not so much 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Happy birthday appearing cloud nine. Oh, happy, happy birthday. One. Yours is really close Fellow to Leo. Joe's. Joe's was yeah, yesterday, according to Yuska. Like this week. Peggy, I think, is celebrating their birthday. What? Today? Today? Yeah, I think Peggy's birthday is today. Yeah, I believe so. Let me check my calendar. Happy yes, birthday, Peggy's Peggy. birthday is today. Happy birthday, Peggy. Anyways. And uh, happy birthday, Joe. That's not my birthday. Yeah, yeah. It's not my birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah. Anyways. Um yeah. So that's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna have a good yeah. time. It's gonna be fun. Let's uh let's start though. Let's let's not be ridiculous and let's instead uh hop over to the Asia region, shall we? Starting that's in cool. Asia. Sound good? Let's get it. All right. Starting with a banger. I don't know. Team coin flip. Team coin flip boys. So the first one is. So do we want to first? Do we want to talk about? Do you think that we are going to see any major shifts in the Asia meta this week, week two? Ooh, because we we kind of discussed this, right? You, you, Joe, you said that you felt that um, NA had a better handle on like the the best version of that hero pool meta. Yeah. Do you think that we'll see less Mercy or Zarya? Um, do you think that I think we'll... we're gonna see significantly I, I think we should see big changes from teams that were leaning into either full on dive comps or like this weird Winston Zarya stuff. Unless you're the Chengdu Hunters, which in case, hey, do whatever. Um, but anybody who isn't named the Chengdu Hunters probably will lean back into like double shield. I think the Winston Sigma gives you the flexibility to be a little bit more mobile when you want to be, but majority of the time you're playing. I think Florida actually uh, played really well like this last week, playing these kind of short stubby jump attempts with Winston and diving when you have the opportunity to. So it's it's a little bit more brawly than divey. Um, as much as we see a Genji Tracer Winston uh, for a team like Atlanta, we see those dive pieces, but it doesn't mean that they're actively diving. You have two flanking heroes, and Winston can dive, but it's not necessarily always the case that that's happening. So I think that that's probably going to influence Asia quite a bit. I think we already saw teams starting to to kind of not buck that trend, but like already do that. I'm also not a big fan of like the weird kind of support meta they have. Not a big fan of the Mercy. Just gets picked way too often. Feels like it's it could be map dependent. Like, I think you could put uh, a Mercy into, like, a Temple of Anubis. Very, very, not normal, but historically sound, especially on defense. Makes sense. Um, but I think, I, I think the biggest change will probably come at, at Flex Tank. What do you think, Yeska? What's your famous meta reads? You nailed, <laughs> you nailed, nailed London Guangzhou last week. So. so okay the thing is i actually like i don't have any juice yet on what is actually hey, happening wait till Friday, guys. even it's exactly it's also <laughs> even if i had there's no saying that this will still be relevant by friday um or by saturday uh, how, do we have friday games this week yes we do we do we have friday any games um so yeah, i don't yeah, think we have any it, asia games on friday 
it's it's very hard for me to speculate um and i'm also not good at it so i'll refrain and actually go for the uh for the breeds of people that know i i don't know all right fair enough well let's talk about then the first match which is going to be the soul dynasty versus the chengdu hunters coming off a win against nyxl last week yep Joe, sure you did. said you were, you were watching this this morning? You were watching yes, that match? Uh, well, I guess technically this morning at the wee wee technical hours of this morning. Um, uh, was reviewing that for uh, GG Recon. Piece just went live. So if you're interested in a very in-depth dive, go check that out. Um, but in all I actuality... To clown you. I wanted to clown you so bad and then you do it for the website I work for on Lincoln. <laughs> Still teaching energy. It is, really is. Okay, keep going. NYXL should have won that that match like nine different ways from Sunday. Do we have Obviously, a counter for how many times didn't. we've said that this season, by the way? Do we have like a... This one felt uh, different. This one felt very... It was a, a, like a reverse. It was a reverse sweep. Yes, 100% was a reverse sweep. But like even looking at the first two games compared to like game four, I think Havana was... I, I don't know that like a lot of teams have a good read on that. I still think Chengdu significant, like drastically misplayed a lot of their engagements. I, I don't think it's feasible to just throw your main tank away and just expect that your very talented DPS are always going to consistently give you some sort of value. I think that's just a mistake. Granted, it might just be what they have to do. I don't even know if that's what, you know, what their coaches or their coaching staff is actively telling them what to do telling them to do that but it's what's happening um yeah it, it this one really did feel so hard to justify for nyxl that it felt like they were just like in their own heads the only thing i can think of like it was it was that severe of an underperformance i mean by the end of like i think by the second submap on lijong animo dies first by like just sheer poor positioning and leave clicking his face at least four times before the fight even starts. And it's like, you can't win games like that if you're going to allow the enemy team to be able to do that to you. And it's not like, oh my God, like Ons is hitting like these crazy widow shot. No, no, no. Like this is just, I peak a little too long. I die. What are we doing? Either you're disrespecting, you're, you're not putting enough respect on Chengdu and they're, Again, talented DPS lineup. Or you're just, I don't know, not good. The Lucio for NYXL, no bueno. Did not like it. Therefore, I don't have much faith in the Hunters going into Seoul. I think they're, the biggest reason for their win was just mechanical outplays. And I don't think you're going to do that versus Seoul. I don't, I don't think this is going to be close. I think Seoul probably beats them. Three. You shouldn't so, be able to do that against NYXL either, though. Like, no, you should. NYXL on paper is also a pretty nuts um, mechanical team. Weirdly right? enough, Jonak kind of quiet. Definitely not playing up to his status uh, when he's positioned on heroes to be able to do so. He did play a lot of Moira, to be fair. Um, but even when he was on the Zen, had a couple good picks, but weirdly enough, more often than not, Molly came in clutch for the Hunters 
a lot, a lot of the hunters win against New York Excelsior was a lot of clutching, a lot of throwing, a lot of throwing, like peak levels of throw, dashing into bombs, levels of throw, pulling mm. Arhan blades aplenty, cornucopias mm. of Dyson air blades. Mm. The good stuff. <laughs> but then sometimes you get 5Ks and sometimes leave just fine sombras. Sometimes you just click their face. Sometimes sure. that stuff just happens. Sometimes Molly just shoots people across the map. Sometimes so, it just happens. Um, I, I, did, I didn't tell you guys we're going to do this beforehand, but I'm making the call now. Uh, we're going to play okay. a game called Guess go. the Three O's. So you have to guess how many Three O's happen over the course of the weekend. Um, three Overwatch? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Uh, Joe, you said that this is a 3-1. Don't worry. You have to don't, we're going to go one by one through the matches, so don't worry. You don't have to oh, count okay. them all up now. You said this is a 3-1 for you. This is not a 3-0 for you. Yeah, I think Chengdu definitely has the potential to probably just steal a game. Just, do you think they try I, to I bring the Genji Farah again? On control, possibly. As much as I wasn't necessarily a big fan of it. Yeah, probably. It's because it's dumb. It is dumb. It is dumb. Yeah. Especially on Village. This I don't think this is I don't think this is my 3-0 either. This one's I honestly have a tough time for any of these 3-0ing. Um any like Shanghai London. Yeah. The Shanghai mm, London, yeah. I think, is the only one that I look at and go. But Yiska, I think Yiska has me betting against London Averse. Uh <laughs> You know, they're going to trend mm. up eventually, guys. I'm not going to lie. I think the... Ooh. The best chance might for a 3-0 might genuinely be New York Charge. You think so? Maybe. Uh, New York had a really weird read on, on the meta oh. last week. They were playing, like, strictly dive. Like, it well, was Winston, Diva, Sombra Genji, Tracer Genji, a little bit of Ash, Sabiolbi was in. Not a fan still. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think Charge had a good look. Can and if 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 New York doesn't adapt to it or adapt to like what the meta is now in Asia, if it's changed, which it probably has, um, they they could definitely get get slapped. Let's uh let's um we're gonna discuss it because we're gonna discuss that match. Okay. Anything else to say on we'll Chengdu Soul? Um, good luck. Have I mean, Soul definitely didn't have a good showing against the Spark, but I trust them a little bit more than the Hunters yeah. right now. Even yeah. though the Hunters did win, it didn't feel like a win. If you go back and you look at that game at 0.75, that game does not feel like a win. Watch each map without the context of the last map, does not feel winnable at any point. Mm -hmm. Towards the end, much better just performance wise but still a lot of the strategies are just very bland generic throw the ball in and hope for the best not a ton of follow-up which i was pretty disappointed in uncoordinated to all hell like this this literally was just sometimes you get caught mm. new york got caught new york got pulled down ah. they, they, they 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 pulled them into the storm and 
it, it equalized a lot of the the deficiencies Chengdu has. If you can pull them into being uncoordinated, especially on a map like Havana, where they're just kind of all over the place. York can't touch the cart. Mono has to solo the cart. So now you have no shields kind of pushing the, the rightmost flank on the brewery part of point B. You're just going to die. I, I don't know what to tell you. You don't have a shield. You're not running Sigma. You're running Zarya. So it's you. You bait out the bubbles and then you kill them. Mm. Simples. I, I it was a weird read. I think Chengdu played very well. It's very surprising to see that Hoxall's not playing. To see this a, a consistent and still rotating Sabiobi NA DPS. Don't know why we're doing that. I don't know. It, New York is still a very, very strange team. Yeah. Yep. I'm kind of done defending them. But I'm also like, yep. I can't also dog on them because as soon as they do, they win. I just like, they just sit in like this weird <laughs> nebulous state of like, yeah. Just, uh, hey, food's here. You can hear Choji in the background. I'll let you guys carry this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Like this is this is hard to read, and I wonder if this is just another team that like struggles with like early hero pools. We'll have to see what they look like in week two. Granted, this is going to be the last hero pool for the Countdown Cup qualifiers. Next week we'll have no hero pools, which would be fun to see what the meta looks like. But maybe they come back. Maybe maybe I'm wrong and you know, they don't get three out by the charge. But if they show what they did last week. Not looking good. Not looking good. Cool. Joe, it, it, it could be the last week of Hero Pools because we don't know what's happening next year, right? It's true. I would be over the moon with that, per, personally. <laughs> uh, but Shut again, I don't we think anybody wants to hear me talk about Hero Pools. We Here we go. It. Hey, guy in the comments. Hey, what we up? Made it. We made it. Yeah, we right. see you. We made it 21 minutes and 57 minutes. seconds before we discuss Hero Bulls. See you later. Do, 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 do. Uh, yeah, okay. No, um, yeah. Could, it honestly could be the last week of Hero Bulls. Yeah. That we see. I think... Yeah, yeah. I'd be, I'd be uh, quite celebratory if that was to happen. I kind of hope like, that was going to happen. What was it? Was that the summer showdown? Where it's like you have this like big final, and at the end they're just like, "Hey guys, we're done with your pools. <laughs> done. Bye. Peace." Like, yeah, It'd be crazy. It'd be, I don't know. I, th I, th I would find that very, very fun, and would uh, be very good for me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go to the next, the next match, and that is going to be um, the Shanghai Dragons versus London Spitfire. Mm. Yiska, you got the juice here. You want to double down on the, the spit? The Shui Genji. No, 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 no. Part of that equation was uh, charge. Charge, yeah. Charge. charge. Like, Shanghai is not volatile. Yeah. Like, well, charge will... No, not well, anymore. No, not, not anymore. No. Okay, which game, which game have they... Not in terms since? of... Under, it's it's not necessarily underperforming. It's more the volatility of the roster. Sure, but like if you hold the quality of the like losing against the charge is not necessarily a step down from your quality. The last no, no, time not, Shanghai yeah. betrayed themselves is losing against Chengdu all the way back, right? I like one hundred percent. Like I I don't I don't think Shanghai has severely underperformed i think the only the only series that i i kind of recall back to them underperforming is probably their close series i think in may 
in the May melee against London, where they went three two and still won. Mm. But even then, it's like okay, well, that's kind of bizarre. Like, why why are you taking London so uh, close? Sorry. Why is that so sorry. difficult? <laughs> I forgot to I, change the seed. Sorry. I don't. I I don't think this will be close. But yeah, I don't. Shanghai should be able to do this pretty convincingly. But if they start rotating that roster, start putting in people that uh, you know, maybe a super Genji type of deal. Then what? Which isn't completely out of their wheelhouse. This isn't something that Shanghai is just like, oh well, how can you just like generally say that? No, this is something that Shanghai. This roster has not been consistent throughout most of the season. They've tried to give everybody a little bit of playtime. And I mean everybody. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. I think uh, it's smart towards uh, season end when you don't know what, what's going on and you kind of sure. want to uh, keep people happy and you want to keep the team morale up. So, yeah, I mean, this is very obviously a Shanghai. Yeah, so. Shanghai, definite victory. But do you think that, like, how much stock do you put in that kind of theory where, like, they're going to be volatile with the roster, it could kind of catch up with them a little bit, and maybe they take a loss. Maybe they take an upset. Mm. Not against London, but just in general, where they're, they're toying around with the starting six too much. Map three comes out, Look. they're down 0-2, and oh, Look, you get it's, caught. It's entirely possible. Here's, here's mm. the thing why it is reasonable for them to even do this. They're sitting at 20 and 2, right? Uh, 100%. So, like, I put out an article today with Eric, and we looked at the differences of, like, the importance of the seeds. The thing is, they are already almost impossibly far ahead of um, the, the NYXL. NYXL mm. would have to. No, even if they no no no, they're automatically one of the two first um, first uh, seats, right? That makes it so they are they receive a buy round. So there's really nothing severe that could happen to their season based on mm. just toying around um, for one game to create value further down the line, right? Like mm -hmm. if you're fielding like uh, bench players just to have them warmed up, even if you play like maybe suboptimal compositions in order to like help them on the heroes that you have allocated to them. That's completely fine here, right? Um, so I don't know if, if you want to do that this late in the season or you want to sort of like crystallize. And to a large degree, we can already tell pretty much what's going to be played at least into the Countdown Cup, right? Like it's unlikely that we're going to be ha having a meta know. revelation. Um, I think past what NA was playing. Um, you think? And Even then, without hero pools? Yeah. Uh, I think Ana definitely could ship things a little bit. Hmm. I mean, yeah. Okay, sure, sure. Like that. We're still not ch necessarily changing like the vast majority of heroes around, right? And then, yeah, you could have Ash or Ash. Alternatives, I suppose, or yeah, when you but yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair it, enough. It, it, there's a lot of weird knock ons where you put Widowmaker yeah. in, good answer to Ash, you put Ana in, pairs well with the Genji, isn't terrible with Winston. Do we still play Winston? Are we back? Yeah, to I'm wrong. Shield? I'm wrong. Yeah, know. I'm wrong. Yeah, um, so I love that Yiska just can do that. 
what mental <laughs> fortitude to just be like, oh yeah, 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 that actually makes sense. I'm wrong. Good. What a what a man. Just what a human being. Um. Sure. And then he and then <laughs> and then he says stuff like this. Thank you for investing in your favorite anime girl. And then you're like, where's the integrity, man? Well, where's I wasn't wrong integrity? for that one. I can think of that. I wasn't wrong. <laughs> where's the I integrity? Was... Uh he's not American. It's called meta rational. Look at chat. Got Yiska's bat. Is this is this one of your three O's? Or no? Mm. Oh. Man, I love my London. Like, I love what that roster. No, stop. You like on. Glister. <laughs> no, yeah, I London. do like yes, Glister. No, I it's do. Same. But I same also thing. like the no. idea around it. I really like where Aldo went, even though it doesn't matter really more. Like, I like Sanguina. Um, I mm. like Bernard, Bernard most definitely. Sure. This team, it, like, they should be. They. <sighs> I wish they were still in A. NA, basically. But, okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, that could be one of the three O's, though. You but have then to, again, you, as you have we to tell me if about, I'm going to put a one next to your name yeah, or not. No, do a zero. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, wait, not going there. Not going there Asia is tough. I, I, I agree. I think John had brought that up. I think it is tough to call any three O's in Asia. This one, I again, can't, I like, don't, it's tough to call winners in Asia. Look at last week. <laughs> like, Look at last week. Did we call yeah, any I mean, of them you're right? not wrong? Did we call any? You, you, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was only, to be fair, there was only three matches. I got charge right. Definitely didn't get hundred. Oh yeah, right. so charge. It was charge that we got right. I think it was the only one. Yeah. Um, but so we didn't of, get spark over soul. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, odds are tough sometimes. Shanghai's a little Shanghai's wily. Every match definitely has like the potential to not be a 3-0 and be a 3-0 in the same state where it's like Shanghai just could like just stop. I would I would call this a three. <laughs> I would call this a 3-0 if Glister doesn't play. Uh, and even in that same sense, it's like it could be if Glister doesn't play. Glister doesn't play. We got problems. Um. Yeah, what what is that? Even even on like the ash, it's like it depends on I guess what Asia looks like in week two. But if if the meta really does settle on Genji Ash, which I think it will, like Genji Ash, like Winston Sigma Bap Brig, I think I like that comp a lot. I think the Zen has its has merit, one hundred percent. But like outside of that, you could see some tracer maps. I think everybody's like big Papega. Thinking that like Paris is just styling on people on like traditionally decent like Doomfist maps. Havana, not so much. I give you that. But most of the other ones, normal. I don't know. I don't know. I don't see like the big like style points that everybody keeps drawing up. Um, but yeah, Asia's, it Asia's is tough. Shanghai could just throw in some weird rosters and just lose a map. Let's, uh, well, let's keep zooming on then. And let's go to um, NYXL versus Guangzhou Charge. And um, are, are you guys both both teams? Well, you know, uh, uh, Guangzhou yeah. still on top. This is yeah. seventy-one twenty-nine in favor of Guangzhou. Guangzhou. This should be very simple. 
This is this is the big one though. Cause in terms of season standing, like NYXL desperately needs to win this one uh in order to have a chance to get into top two, which would then give them an additional buy round and on Not top happening. of the seeding advantages and whatnot. I don't think like NYXL pretty much has to win everything in order to make that happen. Uh, it's for the remainder of the season. Uh, that is very hard for them to do. So unlikely. But um, no, like, okay. So I guess one thing that is now public is that uh, Neptuno and um, Nira are going back, right? To mm. to catch on Jesus. Yeah. I think honestly that is like brick brick price, dude. Like that that thing is uh, kind of important that that happened to them. Um, also, Eileen slotting in so well into these holes. Yeah, uh, that like that they had that Nero left basically for them. Um, so yeah, maybe I'm wrong about um, where ch charges uh, go in and they can compensate for this. It's it's not amazing though. Um, theoretically, it's also like on paper, it just doesn't make sense that uh, NYXL isn't popping off and then they're doing some stuff with Who Are You Now and it's just Who Are You? No Hacksaw, <sighs> CB will be on things that he probably shouldn't be playing. It's just very confusing. Look, like if you play Who Are You on Genji, which there's, of course, some argument for, then why not Hacksaw on Break, for instance, right? Like stuff like that. Maybe you don't want to uh, teach these, uh, like, te or have to teach him that again. And that's also something about long term value, I suppose. Yeah. But it's like you're also currently kind of working for the short term because, like, these brackets are actually pretty important, dude. Like, and of course, uh, the Asian bracket is a little bit more forgiving in that um, you automatically start in a double elimination. So long-term plays make a little bit more sense there. But like, just, I mean, it's, I, I guess you got to make some aggressive plays because the likelihood of you winning this season is probably like, I don't know, very, very low um, overall. Mm -hmm. So even just getting, becoming threats. one of the two, uh, the two, top Asian teams is really hard. So we'll see. see. Do you I, see? Here's the thing is I, I feel like, so, I mean, for Hacksaw not playing, there's like, what, what are the reasons for Hacksaw not playing? He's either. So I, I genuinely think it's like a battery. I don't think there's a ton else. They just seem like very committed to like the weird dive stuff. And I think mm. you probably will see him week two. I think you'll see him this week. I think you'll probably see him specifically for the brig because Anomo completely sh the bed. Like, mm, was okay. not good. Was very, sure. very, very bad. So mm. I think Hoxall comes in, plays the brig for them. They lean more into brig bap, brig zen, stuff like that. I think they'd be probably best on brig zen. Specifically for Jonak. Like, when you have somebody of that caliber, I think you could argue that zen's a little bit better. Especially when you can just kind of get, get picks across the map. If the meta doesn't completely shift into Sigma, so you have those extra shields. Did Asia do a so lot I, of Brig? They didn't do a lot of Brig. No, not period, at all. Right? Not, not mm. a ton. Not a ton. A lot of Mercy, a lot of Lucia, a lot of Moira. A little bit of bad. It was very... Yeah. A little weird. A little weird. Yeah. So, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think the big question that kind of comes 
it's it's literally the anti-shock thing where we are like why aren't we seeing heroes or players that we know are great on heroes playing their heroes um <clears throat> whereas and it's Hacksaw's like why'd you bring him on why'd you bring him on if we're not seeing him on Genji why are you bring him on if we're not seeing him on Brig and like yep. is my, my only like rational assumption comes down to they just want them to have more time to integrate into the system that's it like you know one of those like coach slow your roll type moments where it's just like let's just take it slow let's integrate it right i'm not saying that that makes a lot of sense but that is something that i could sit across from somebody from nyxl and they say like oh we just wanted to spend more time there and do that and then i would have to like Mm. i would basically go oh okay i'd like to see who are you in like a proper comp again like their read on things is really, really off. So it's tough to judge how his Genji technically looked because of how strange their composition and their like their macro game as a whole was. But with that said, not impressed. Not not over, the Genji of old. Over two uh, on on heroes that I can think yeah. of. Like his May got a ton of. Uh, a ton of a ton of crap, rightfully so. It's bad. And now we're now we're actually criticizing his Genji, which I don't think is what we were expecting. No, if if anything, that was supposed to be his hero. That was yeah. Now that they have Hoxall, definitely like overlaps there quite a bit. Grand yes. Hoxall can play be the the support role a little bit, a little bit flexible, yeah, a little bit better. Um, but yeah, it's it is bizarre. I I question the pickup in in the off season. I still question the pickup. I don't think that this had much much room to to, to do much of anything. They've done that um, with a, a few rookies now, like young rookies. They did it with Flower. They're kind of running into it yeah. with Flower. They they tried to put their eggs in the flower basket and that definitely did not pay off. Um Yeah, who are you for sure? Cuz he came I think in, was just he didn't come in at, at 18 though. Flower was under and yeah. just never but played. They, but I think they definitely wanted to play with him. Like at the you start felt, of season one, it felt one. like Who Are You and Flower were both players yeah. that they wanted to kind of like build up, like kind of next quote unquote next yeah. gen talent or whatever. Mm. And uh, we never got. Yeah, there. Yeah, definitely did not happen. And it's and it's sad too because you have like an embarrassment of riches on this team, and there are just like very obvious, at least to me, holes where you could improve. Yeah, or like questions that i'm still kind of like asking myself is like okay why isn't nene playing every game why do you still have sabiel be playing i i can i can bang the leadership drum some more but i i really don't know how like important that is especially with how absent-minded and kind of lackadaisical they looked against the hunters especially towards the end of that series i don't know it's this team is very bizarre this is not the team that many people were arguing to me, like should have like earned an era. This is not that same team. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's keep trucking. Let's go. Let's go to Chengdu number two. Uh, that's going to be the Chengdu hunters versus the Hangzhou spark 31 69 in favor of spark. Yep. Nice. 
Aha, funny sex number. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is the spark. I don't know. I still like do not like the hunters need to do a lot more to earn a little bit more not respect i think they haven't done anything to lose any kind of respect from me but like any kind of like predictive credit because that new york game definitely didn't earn you any no <laughs> you you doubled down on the fact that i think you guys have potentially good players teamwork out the window that was just like a mechanical, like brute force. Like I'm a pop Genji blade and I'm either going to get a 5k or I'm going to die. And you just roll the dice and it was just constant gambles. Every fight felt like a gamble. Just came out ahead. Sometimes you hit it. Sometimes you hit blackjack. It felt like you hit blackjack on that one. These games are going to be tough. So if you're going to, if the hunters do and have improved, or just have a better idea of what not to do in terms of the meta and to play to the comfort. I don't know. It's it's tough for me. Like, again, I got to break out the yoga mat and start, you know, stretching because I got to reach for some of these. Yeah, it's a loss. It's a hunter's loss. Spark spark. I genuinely like kind of a feel at least <sighs> bounced back like they, they feel a little bit more comfortable. We'll have to see. Could I wish I wish the spark had a Genji that was a little bit better than super is yeah unlucky man dude why why are you talking about here mate like (laughs) um no architect like a good architect that's that's on fire is just like Mm. most definitely top five probably top three genji in the league um so yeah i mean it, it that team still doesn't make sense um in in the in the way that their performances have run because like as we said architect comes in they look mm-hmm. great then they play the next week they look awful then they wait what, what was i think they recently they won one again right uh, yeah they beat Sol. three also true true yes yeah. um which is like a good win anyway yeah. like you got to beat those mechanical players anyway in some way so mm-hmm. yeah like and i got to assume Sol, better here and that's yeah. also Keep that, scratch that down on the, on your, John. This what? is my three zero. This is my three zero here. Count it up. Count it up. It's two three zero over Hangzhou. Got it. <laughs> uh, this hey, you don't, you don't have things. to actually get the physical. He's breaking up the chalkboard himself. Yeah, I don't. If somebody I don't wants think... to track the actual physical. Um, Ones we're just tracking the numbers, but if you want to actually track the matches, that's that's on you. Somebody will. I don't think Chengdu can. Uh, it's tough for me to put a bet on like a three over versus Chengdu because they can be so wily and they they do have like the mechanical potential to just like win a map. Like you can just gamble a map one. Again, I I hate to be a three one Andy, but yeah, I'll say three one. Three one Spark. Spark's good. Feel good at least. Hunters, not so much. The thing I will say is that between all of these, between the first four matches that we discussed, I think one of them is going to be a 3-0. So I'm going to add a, a one to mine. I can't tell you, <laughs> you which one. You don't even have to say which one. Oh, my no, God. No, no. This you is just, how we you play just, it? This is <laughs> the number. <laughs> He's just, just the playing sheer, the odds. We're just playing sheer numbers right now. Oh, mm. Sheer numbers? Well. Look at the stream. I'm, I'm making, like, for Asia only, I'm making a two. Asia only two? 
Yeah, in all of these five games, two of these games will be a 3-0. These goofballs. Joe, are you staying at zero? Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. This man is almost like he has. You, you realize that 50% of all matches at one point were 3 0s, right? In this yeah. season. Not and this it was point. very deep in the season. Not like, this and, point. And, you've, and you feel like you're, you're betting on a coin flip? I mean, I'm betting on the Ooh. coin flip. No, no, I'm betting on five coin flips. You paying ahead, one hundred percent. And all of these coin flips have teams attached to them that don't feel like they could be three O's. Everybody has their way to like get a map or lose. Yeah, a map. but there's going to be one three O in here. Come on, uh, I'm feeling. Well, no, you I'm think there's going to be two? You I think there's going to be well. two? Oh my which god! I think is I Guys. think is bold. I feel good about one out of these five matches being three O's. But I do not sit down and just. I, I don't feel good about two and saying that historically matches were fifty percent three zero is not a good justification of that if it's not the case now. No, it's not. Ooh, what? No. what? I don't know. Uh, what what has changed about the properties of those games that they are irregular, and that teams are more close? It's like not that if, the teams are close. I think the teams are irregular. No, no. the The point the re- is the results are like irregular. If, let's let's yeah. Let's say let's say the average is for every second game to be a three zero, and okay. I, I guess Eric could could look this up. Uh, I think statistically, you're right. I just don't see that with these games. I think both could be true. And you're, statistically, you're, so you, you are you Joe. are you're you're favoring your confidence in these games over the statistic is ultimately what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's fair. I'm translating for the viewer. Translating. Yeah. That's my. That's basically the only thing I do here. I can't even hit the buttons right today. So I basically <laughs> just trans a glorified translator for Pepega heads like me. Yeah. All right. I mean, you're not that crazy. I mean, you definitely think Architect's better than Super, though. <laughs> in in a one v one, just gonna become a thing, in a, right? In a one v one with no crosshair, I don't know. Uh, that would require both of them to engage in the act of aiming. Do they have comically large crosshairs or? I'm just kidding. I don't know. There we go. Otherwise, uh, okay. Okay. Last one. Last one. And then we need to, we need to move on. Uh, yeah. Shanghai dragons versus uh, soul dynasty. Pepega clip. Pepega clip. Pepega clip. I don't know, dude. Like this should be another three. Oh, but should who be. Knows? Who even knows, dude? I don't think so, though. Hero pulls Shanghai doing crazy stuff with the roster. Could easily lose one. Just saying. Uh, come on. Come on. Uh, mm. It's hard to tell. Yeah. It's true, I mean, chat. Chat's saying sleep on a profit. Eric. Eric's in here. Oh, my God. Come on. Could wake up to a nightmare. Could wake up to an upset. I don't know. Sure. But is it a playoffs yet? Is it playoffs yet? True. That's the question. He is. He is kind of sleeping. We gotta I, wake him up. Hey, I, poke the bear. I am the tiger whisperer here. This mm. isn't the one. Yeah, that's true. This is true. This isn't the one. He has spoken. Wait, it just dawned on me. Joe slept on profit and woke up to a nightmare. Tweeted out his article, then yeah. woke up to a nightmare. Dude, <laughs> am, how am I not Nostradamus of Overwatch? That's, that's insane. Oh. 
It has it has been two weeks since you touted your prediction weight rate on Twitter. So <laughs> true, true. It's been it's been mostly a while. also because it has been going down a lot. But yep, <laughs> You're like a self distancing, self distancing. Wholesome, wholesome, funny article. He <laughs> he. I couldn't tab the juice sources like the you know like I usually do because I had a lot of Valorant coverage to do, but. I was. I definitely also just had some mega papega stuff in that. It's like, come on! Like I'm reading. It's it's just like you're writing like these two thousand words in a fever mm. dream, and then the next day you wake up and you go like, oh yeah, let's let's check actually how they they play. This feels kind of like the way this match happened. Make kind of makes sense. And I read back my paragraph. It's just like <sighs> you, sh- you 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 really got to stop. Just like with a peyote before you start writing <laughs> to make it bearable. Like, this makes no sense, mate. Like, what are we even thinking? Yeah, I don't know. It's rough. But uh, long story short, uh, 3-1 Dragons. All right. Yep. Well, let's, uh, let's go over to NA then. Now we can talk about some 3 O's. So, on go. the NA side, first and foremost, kind of like we did with Asia... Do you foresee any major meta or even minor meta adjustments between week one to week two? Hmm. I think like much more minor. I think Asia will probably see the most change. I think you're going to continue to see Genji. I think teams like Atlanta will probably lean off of the tracer. Um, I, I would imagine that they could be finding a little bit more success with that because they're still trying to integrate sharp into the roster now that baby bay is retired um so that could be kind of a struggle for them we'll have to see what they look like in week two but that's kind of how it it looks like at least on the outset um tracer should be kind of going by the wayside i think we've seen enough of it to to kind of understand that it can very easily should be shut down even though you have very talented tracer players in na it doesn't seem like it's particularly a fantastic meta for it, especially when you have something like an Ash. And then once we get into the open hero pool in week three and then in the countdown cup, I think we're going to see a lot more Widowmaker, a lot more hitscan. So I think it's better to integrate those people in. Um, I will say that I think we might see a stabilization with the support roles. I think last week we saw like a good amount of brawl on control, which I think is fine. Like I, I would imagine that that kind of stays pretty similar. Um, I, I I'll be interested what to see you, if, if so there's for, for people who maybe aren't up to that terminology. What do you mean by brawl? So like Reinhardt close hold compositions that want to kind of like take close engagements. So something. Not, not, not specifically saying that this was run, but something akin to like a Ryan, Ryan Moira, Sigma, Ryan Moira, Sigma, Lucio, something around that with you know plug in a DPS could be a Genji. So I mean heroes who have like very limited like overall uh, range, limited striking distance. Can, yeah, striking distance. Yeah, hundred percent. Like that's that's what they're looking for. They're looking to like com- kind of just steamroll over you, get in, get in close, or force you to come in. You could kind of sub out the the Lucio for a brick in that sense. Brick more up, hold close. A lot of the symmetric compositions that you've seen in the past, very similar. Um, so that probably still will stay uh, a, a choice on control. I don't think it's the choice. 
either way, I think it's just uh, an open availability. Um, the only areas where I would see some sort, or I think we'll see some sort of change is probably like maybe a, a meta settling on what is better, Zen or BAP. It could be map dependent. I think that's where we're going to see the biggest change in NA is probably at the support role. But yeah. Atlanta, Dope. Boston. Dope. All right, let's go to... I just have to like deep breaths before this first one. Um, yeah, yeah. So Atlanta versus Boston Uprising. We're all adding one mm. to the... Are we adding one to the tally here? Let's sure go. are. Sure are. That's a one for me. Yeah. Unfortunately, but yeah, that's probably going to be one. That's yeah, you you can't not. As much as we might want to feel bad, spade spade. Bad team. And Atlanta can only win in three O's. So it means that the alternative is they have to lose. True. Very true. So one way or the other. There there we have it. All right. Is that all we're gonna say about it? Is there anything? There's no. Is there a redemption arc for Boston at this point? Are they, are they I playing love, to their potential, or is there some no. outside force here that that could find a way? All of a sudden, these the wheels align. You know, you just find out that out of all this time, you thought your car was dying, and you just needed like an oil change. Is is that? Is there a situation like that for Boston? I don't think so. Yeah, there's very uh, uh, rarely like. You know, that magic potion just that mends all fences, fills all holes. Yep. Just, it's, it, that's just, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, we we saw them ch kind of, like, buckle up and have a good performance, like, I feel like two months ago, maybe, where they beat Gladiators, and then also, like, they had a couple of three twos in there, if, uh, if, uh, two threes. Yeah, there were some but, close games. So like that was it's just so disheartening that then uh, that they are now down again. They're not playing up to their potential, but I'm um I feel well, they're not like playing they up to their potential, and they're but, playing kind of goofy stuff too. Yeah, like they so, they're reaching. Yeah. Um. Also, Atlanta. It's a weird team, but that's a team that it's not that bad. Yeah. That uh, usually punches down pretty solidly. So. Yeah, not a team that that's regularly again probably one of the more consistent teams not in terms of just you know i think again consistency is usually like a positive thing and people think like oh they're consistency winning no no no, they're just consistent like they beat the teams they're supposed to they lose to the teams they're supposed to they're a good middle of the pack team mm -hmm. they should beat boston pretty convincingly uh, especially with the look that they showed last week again Obvious, obvious talking point that we're just, I don't know, I'm not going to bring up because I'm kind of tired of talking about it. But yeah, if, if that can happen, then Atlanta should be able to, to dispatch you handedly. Yep. Yeah. All right. So did you count it up? Yeah, you did. Okay. Yes, right. dad. I did. Okay. Next one. San Francisco Shock versus Florida Mayhem. Um, so this definitely isn't going to be a 3-0. Really? I just... Yeah, no, it definitely won't. I think Florida is definitely good enough. I actually quite enjoyed... 
The only the only person I can you say this one's like, definitely going to be a three zero. Definitely not. Okay. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I will say that I think Fate had a couple of bizarre jumps, but outside of that, I think they played relatively tight. Like did a lot to shut down any kind of attempts from Atlanta last week. I like that quite a lot. Definitely swayed my opinion on who was better uh, app or Zen because they played a lot of BAP, BAP uh, Brig, mm-hmm. putting Gundam Jin on onto the uh, the BAP, which I was very impressed by. Yeah, um, I definitely think Florida is good enough for one. Could be good enough for two. It's tough to argue against the shock, though. We'll have to see what Tile looks like, though. Um, again, I think that he's going he's going to come in and probably pilot the Genji. I. If they're in need of a Genji player, I think this is this is a this is a kid that's you know that's the player, right? But young, hungry. They said and barring league approval, and they said that yeah, I don't so know if he's able to be play. a week out. Yeah, that's yeah, hundred percent. I don't know. Now that's tough to say. If you want people to believe your super story, and then you should not, see him here. Then you should see him here, yeah. and which in that case. If we're it, maybe this isn't maybe maybe we should reframe this. Is this super or shock with super or shock with Taya? I think they could be very two different teams. I think Florida or could, Rascal. Where's sure. Rascal, dude? Like, yeah. I'd I'd like a comment on that. I'd I'd He's it'd be interesting to to hear what uh, doing Krusty's what, dishes. What the head, the head office has to say on that? That would be interesting to me. Like, okay. We've seen Rascal play Genji in the past. Rascal's What's up with that? Like, well, yeah. I mean, it was, it's not it backpedaling right? ulting Genji, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely not. Uh, he wasn't an A, right? Lowercase. He was streaming from North America because I know some, some, um, some Korean players went back uh, mm. during the break. Uh, just very early. And then... Unplug PCs and lock. Oh, okay. Oh, that's mm. yeah. I, I don't know. Like, that's an interesting story though, because um, like that's Genji is also the, the type of hero life? that uh, Rascal excels at, right? Like, just smart play. Um, he has the mechanics to back it up, or like the hero is not like super duper in terms of like. Aim requirements. You know, like it's not like uh, I don't know. It's not a hit scan hero in that regard, right? So, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. We got to see. Uh, but it's just for that. This will be an interesting series on Friday. Yep. Who shows up? What happens? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I think if Super does play, I don't think the shock will lose. But I think that is going to be much closer because Genji is very, very important the matter right now i think it you, you need a very good genji well, to be able to do like do well and that is an interesting conversation because i don't know uh he's important but we are not doing that like not a lot of teams are doing that tank genji stuff right where it's like front like almost like front genji no, no. Oh, so you're like busting the tanks kind of Genji. No, no, the, the Genji that goes in first and just like gets like hyper 
high amounts of resources and it's like almost the engage tool on there's also not a ton more resources to get these days because armor pack's gone you don't have anything to give him i definitely Mm. think with winston and genji there are ways to uh be a part of the initiation i don't think you can soul be the initiation anymore i don't think you're going to see like we did in uh the summer showdown where genji's like by himself camping a choke and forcing out resources that i definitely don't think will happen but i think genji can be a part of the front line here um i I think certain teams will play a little bit more passive genji and i think you know teams uh could near the chengdu hunters uh engage genji style uh so that's what i was referring to yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. um so we'll see it's i don't know I don't know where this is going in terms of the um the what kind of type of Genji do you need? Um and maybe that's also one of the aspects that doesn't work that well for NYXL because they have these aggressive beast players that want heavy resources all the time. And maybe with we're going back we're going away from that and we're now going into a meta where the Genji has to be more selective in the engagements. Um he wants to take. Mm. Hmm. So, where do you where do you guys put Florida right now in in the NA region? Oh. So you have shock, up shock top. fusion, fusion, Florida, Paris, and then yeah, Florida and Paris. So do you put? I think I put Paris above sh- Florida. Yeah, I'd say shock. I'd say shock, Paris, fusion, Florida. Off the top so of my yeah, head. fourth, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I don't think there's anybody else that you could. That kind of makes me it. feel oh, like. Yeah. And it's so first, shock, I was thinking, comma, fusion, yeah. Paris, comma, Florida. yeah. If we're if you're doing it like yeah. tiers, yeah. then yeah, I would agree with that. But are we in a bad matter again, where everyone's bad? What do you mean? Like where the where the amount of good teams is just bad. No. It's like, I don't know after one week, honestly. But yeah, like, I don't think so. Solve, I don't think so. Do you think of so. Florida, like, in general, let's just think of, yeah. Like, think of Florida. Did you feel like, like, you know what, when you get that feeling of saying, oh, they are a blah, blah, blah team based on the quality oh, of the player? Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we're just like, and of course, it's also because there's a massive novel elements in this meta. But I feel like we're back to pretty meh Overwatch from a lot of teams. I see. I was impressed with Florida against Atlanta, but I don't know if that's just Atlanta like kind of being a little behind with Tracer and not playing like Mirror to really judge exactly how good Florida is. Um, yeah, I think I'll have a better read on things after week two, but I definitely don't. I definitely don't sympathize with that. I. I I do think like the top four teams could be good, especially granted. And again, we're looking at this hero pool in a bubble. We still have a new hero pool, which is no hero pools to look at, which I think will return Florida back to a lot of comfort comps, switching Tracer for Genji. But I think a lot of the the same rules apply to that composition that they won or not won, but performed and out uh, outperformed expectations uh, back in May. So I, I, I think they're 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 on the right track for sure. Like think about think back to the 
to the days where Florida was very good, got into the finals. Valiant was considered very good. Uh, like, even the bottom tier teams were trending upwards. Like, okay, Titans had a new roster. Sure, yeah, you can't blame but, them. But, like, Boston was trending upwards. Justice, to a degree, on the tail end of that movement, Outlaws was trending upwards. Define was trending upwards. I still think Outlaws the is trending upwards. The mid-tier was just like, okay, the only teams that were really feeling like they're trending, were trending downwards were like uh, Atlanta and uh, Gladiators in that, during that time. Now during it's May like, or summer? Uh, May, I think it would have to be. Okay. So it's like, now we're like, Boston is back to their old levels. Justice pretty, pretty much like I thought they could do something. Probably can't do something. Titans were also like they had that three match run where they put some upsets yeah. into people's hearts. That's not happening anymore. Outlaws fair. Okay. They're still on the upwards trend. Defiant where it's like they went like Okay, during that time, maybe they weren't also that amazing, but they were picking up players that were promise. Uh, Fuel was playing with Decay. Valiant was trending upwards and were that amazing success story. Um, then, as I said, like Gladiator's Reign, Eternal was amazing, despite yeah. like not having the like just like the the atmosphere of improvement and like evaluation of teams and. Keep in mind, these are not value judgments in comparison or in context to each other, but in context to themselves. I don't feel like teams like in in the battle of what kind of level these teams put up on average. I feel like we're we're not moving up as quickly as we once did in, uh, during this. And I think the same extends to the Asian region where we were like, oh my God, how many amazing teams like Spark is yeah. amazing. NYXL just got Huxel nuts. Like Charge looked pretty good as well. Like Shanghai looked unbeatable. Even like uh, London could go to like five, four maps and like a close one against everyone. Mm. Like Chengdu was getting these upset wins. Like now it's like, yeah, teams are kind of good or bad. I don't know. Like, I think that that'll just be the kind of, I mean, I no, I don't believe that either. It's definitely hard to justify why that is. I do. I do think that it can be mutually exclusive where like, it doesn't have to be like the hero pool or the meta, but it can just be that like teams are underperforming teams lack the confidence. Maybe they got upset. Maybe Boston like had like a surge of confidence and then just lost it after, you know, their match against the shock. I don't know. I would probably say that it happened way before that, but it's also hard to judge a team like Toronto in this particular hero pool because they played Paris, not a team you expect them to even perform well against. And then justice who you would expect, like you should beat them. And they did kind of cleanly as well. So definitely hard to judge just because of the low sample size. Um, but in general, I would I would agree like a little bit. But I don't know why. Yeah. Why it's happening. It's not why just I agree. a feeling. Of course, like in a in a zero sum system where teams are compared against each other, there is like nobody gets like one team gets better than the other and the other therefore gets worse than the other. It's mm. like pretty zero sum if we're con like comparing it to the field. 
I'm mm. more talking about like the day on day improvement or like let me say the the feel of the play. Like that's yeah. and I feel like we we're not talking about Okay, wow. Okay, I'm pulling out that work. Like the qualia, the what does that feel like enough? When it's like I feel like there's a very distinct feeling when I watch a good player play. Like it's a combination of many different factors. How good are the mechanics? How high is the mental tick rate? How quickly is he making good decisions uh back to back? How does that harmonize with um the rest of the team? And in general, how is that slotted in? Is this person getting resources on the team level? Yeah. Are, we, are our rotations clearly crisp and clearly uh, rehearsed? Or are we throwing mud at the See, wall? That's so, like that, that's so tough that's, to even just judge makes right it, now. That just all goes into one thing that's feeling based like this looks good, like good Overwatch, and this looks like bad Overwatch. It's tough. That's, it's, it's the difference between watching GOATs even at the bottom tier yeah. level yeah. and watching games now. I, I mean, I don't know. It, it, that's a very deep conversation that I don't think we have time to like fully explore, mm -hmm. but I will say that I think it really does come down to like, especially week one, everybody's trying to figure it out. There isn't just like a Torb virus that's caught everybody by the neck and like sure. everybody's just bought into it. Week two, we might see that change a little bit more because teams a little have have more time to kind of like buy into it. But I think we're going to probably see that week three as well with with hero pools being removed and then another kind of massive shift, um, yeah. which I think will happen. Um, and then kind of a stabilization once we get deeper and deeper into the tournament when we get more good overwatch. So I think, again, this is just like part and parcel of the course and where we're at right now. It'll get better. Hmm. Yeah. All right. That was... <laughs> Not the sidetrack or the, yeah, the tangent. So Florida shock. Go on. <laughs> yeah. So Florida shock. Shock, shock yeah, for shock sure. Win. But this, yeah. is this a three L for any of you guys? No. I don't no. feel comfortable no, no. on it. Nope. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. I think Florida is definitely good enough to get one. And if super plays, I think they could be good enough to get two, maybe even an upset, but I definitely can't predict that. Nope. Okay. What do you think of the, the arguments that, <clears throat> that shock could win the countdown oh, with, cup with super again i think a lot of people take from that that super is a good genji therefore he will carry the shock to a win at the countdown cup and i don't think that's anybody like that's not what people are saying of that's not what is yeah. saying it's so they're saying that like, they could win kind of bringing him along on DPS. shock 5v6 league yeah. with their i don't think that's doable I think Paris. I think Fusion yeah. will abuse I think that. Paris will I don't him. even understand why you uh, start. Yeah. I think that. it's a fun discussion. I wouldn't... I, I don't think that's even possible. Th to like this meta is similar stuff. enough to warrant the past meta um, yeah. comparisons to Summer Showdown. And it's not like Shock actually 3-0 clapped everyone with, yeah. uh, with uh, their A-team. Like... They didn't even win, my dudes. No, they're 4-2 like, Freddies. They're not 3-1 Andes. They're 4-2 Freddies. 4-2 <laughs> Freddies. There you go. And, like, yeah. No, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, don't, I, I don't see where you arrive at the point that you yeah, say, that's... like, this shock is better than they were before with Super. 
which you must make the argument for it to make sense that they would then beat Paris in a best of seven final again, for instance. Yeah. It's, like you must I, say they improve somewhere. It's just a or, provocative talking yeah. point that uh, yeah, looks really good on social media and on a Reddit clip. I think I think it definitely is like challenging. Like, okay, could, are the shock good enough to bring super along? Thoughts? I don't think so. And that's not that's, to be fair. That's not bringing super along. It's not like he is there. Uh, and well, so let, let let me rephrase that. It, when you okay. say bringing Super along, it makes it sound like Super isn't good enough to be on that team. He is just not. He's as not good you. enough to be DPS. He's yes. not. Yeah. So you would be bringing anybody besides Rascal along in that role. Violet, <sighs> yeah, maybe. Is I, that your? Are you gonna say? Are we gonna bring up the Violet thing again? Oh, I'm just I, trying I, to I say question is where like, Rascal is. Sure. Yeah. So, are the, are the shot good enough? Basically, are the other five people good enough to bring yes. along the team in in a Genji in a, meta in a without substitute. a Genji? Sure, I, I think that's yeah, fine. I, but like, I don't think that that's a super specific problem in the sense that oh no no, no it's not a, yeah super, yeah it's, well, I just want to make sure no, that no, we're yeah. yeah no sliding super he he went in he did what he had to he do did as well as a main had to do it to him at Genji exactly maybe and, and a little you bit gotta better. respect that. It's just like, you know, oh, yeah, you're, you're, you have to move, like, you know, from flat to flat. And it's like, yeah, so everyone comes along and then you give the, the kids, you give them like the paperback. And then like, oh, yeah, take the paperback. Oh, can you, can you take that pillow, pillow? Thank you. Thank you. And at the end of the day, the kid says, I helped move. No, you didn't do jack my dude <laughs> like you everyone else carried stuff while you got the light stuff that's mm. that's the that's the comparison here not nothing else come on yeah like, it's literally just I like mean, a a ai genji could slot in almost it's like it's like as long as we have a genji on the field we're gonna be okay kind of thing uh, and again, we already kind of discussed uh, Tayo, and if they are mm. with us, then a lot of this is. I mean, this is just a. This is what we yeah. call an entertainment conversation. It's 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 a tough it's this a tough a, thing to is, kind of speculate on because he yeah. could be, and he still needs league approval. So unless that comes like the day before, I don't know, or maybe it comes in fifty minutes. Who knows? I who knows? Like Tayo, definitely, if he's able to play, will play, or should play. Um and yeah, I don't All I don't right. expect. We're moving on. I'm done talking about shock. Let's talk about the next one. Yeah. San Francisco sh shit. Uh, shock <laughs> versus Vancouver. Uh, three zero. Okay, Count it up. Count that's, that's a tick. Count this is where we're doing it. Right. Sadly, the case. Yeah. Uh, it's a three zero. If Tayo's not in yet, still a three zero. So you don't think that the um. You don't think that the Vancouver Titans with some of their Nope. All right. Uh nope. I mean, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I mean, I don't think, think they get one. I don't think they get one against Stryker. This is the one that Vancouver gets one against. Yeah, no. But I don't honestly, I don't know if there's another team. Maybe Fusion Paris. Those are the only two teams that Vancouver could also play that I would feel comfortable with with a 3-0. Yeah. Like everybody else, I'm like, Vancouver, like there's there's a little bit of like danger, Will Robinson and them. 
Like the just a little like uh, you know yeah, like you definitely they, don't want to lose to them. And they like, they've you, kind of shown some like these weird increments of improvements that oh yeah, you're like 100. They're not. I don't think that they've plateaued or really gone down yet, mm-hmm. especially for a brand new roster in a brand new league, totally. having uh, to deal with a lot of different things going on at once. But I'm not saying, um. I'm 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 not saying that I think the t- the Titans are going to win. They're just kind of they're they're kind of yeah, wild cardy for me. Like there's a little bit two little weeks bit. of if of convincing results, and you might be surprised they might be like the next like Florida slash Toronto kind of team that we saw. It depends if shock like you. Can, I don't think you can you can kind of sleep on Vancouver. I I definitely think like you need to kind of like show up, put them away, move on. Like, this isn't a team you can kind of, you know, do any kind of shenaniganry with. So, well, yeah. This should be a 3 0. All things cons- considered. Yeah. Yep. I agree. And at some point, and it's not today, but at some point, we got to talk about Flubby as well. Uh, yeah. Highly underrated coach, actually. Yeah, not, not a. Context. For, for what he's been given, especially across the, the his, his kind of career, mm. does, does a lot with a little. So. Flubby's honestly nuts. He, he he's like mini packing to me. Mm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Got an eye for talent. One. Uh, so uh, let's go on to the next one. Then Florida Mayhem versus the Washington Justice. Three zero. Three zero. Yeah. Not close. Not close. I don't think so. Yeah. Any um. Any I kind insights? of wish. I I kind of wish Washington was better. But they ain't. Uh, Not yet. They haven't found that next gear, that's for sure. Like, they kind of caught people with the Genji last patch to surprise some people. Yeah. I I think, uh, yeah, I think people have definitely gone past that. I think people have gotten better uh, faster than the Justice has maintained. And they're consistently bottom. I think they had a nice peak during summer, but it's... yeah. Rough and Florida's not an easy team to put away. Um, yeah, two very, very different teams. So, I feel like that was their uh, Boston, like, yeah, they're kind of rising if you want. People like, are like, oh, I don't know, yeah, yeah. And then it's now it's probably going. I just don't see the potential in the players they picked up. I'm sorry, like, that's and also I don't know, um, yeah, if like that's just. <sighs> I mean, coaching is another thing, but like, yeah, you you just got to see, um, like, irrationally and just, mm. I mean, I know I tooted the horn of Washington because I honestly thought they weren't that bad uh, during Summer Showdown. Um, and they kind of got unlucky with that bracket in oh, for sure. to Toronto, but yeah, yeah no, like, Not especially happy. because Florida looked improved now um, in the show. Like, yeah, short-term improved over their mm. uh, recent performances. So, yeah, oh, that's probably a 3-0, unless they mess around or something. Yep. Cool. Let's go through. So there's, I want to go through, I want to talk about the LA Gladiators games a little bit more in depth. And we're going to do that. But let's talk about these other games that I don't think are nearly as interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. First, so Uprising Fuel. Is that one of your 3-0s? 3-0. That's a 3-0. Sorry, Boston. Yeah, it probably is a 3-0, actually. 
It is what it is. All right. And then um, let's go to Defiant Fusion. Should be a 3-0. Is it, though? Is it, though? I'm saying yes. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, 3-0. Okay. Yes, girl. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. All right, fine. And then uh, Outlaws Justice. I mean, that's Outlaws, but I don't think it's a 3-0. Yeah, that might be a little... Uh, I'll say 3 I um yeah oh I'll Joe's gonna say three zero. I'll say three zero. All right. I like Houston. I think Houston's improving. I, I we, think people are big. We big are grumpy a bunch of Houston Dallas. stands at this point. Uh, I think Houston is a good team. I think people. I think they're finally translating to the stage. I agree that there is some criticism to be thrown their way. Definitely have not been the best team in the world, but this is not old Houston. They're finally being a little bit more consistent. Hydration is being it is good well, good in certain circumstances not so good elsewhere again i think the criticism is very fair on the winston but everywhere else i think he's brought an air of consistency to this team that has been sorely needed um all right i think 2021 is a good look for houston so i'll give them three all right fusion gladiators Yeah, fusion glides. I don't know what to what to believe with this. This feels very fusion. Yeah, Does. I mean, you're thinking if it is three zero or not, right? Yeah, that's that's yeah. Okay, I want this to be close, but Gladiators does not give me much hope. I mean, last week they beat up on Toronto or not Toronto, Vancouver. Sorry, the other Canadian team. Yeah. Doesn't really show me much. Um, I believe that was one of those games that didn't get to watch because my eyes started to rot away. Yeah, it was definitely... Well, that was earlier in the day. I think you were there, but probably weren't paying super close attention because you're yeah. not. Yeah, it's true. It wasn't... I mean, again, it's Gladiators Vancouver. I'd be kind of worried if it was even close. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think this is Philly. I think Gladiators are good enough for one. So yeah, was, I won't say 3-0. Who was playing Genji for them? Was it Birdring? I would imagine it's Kevster. Let's look. I'll pull it up because I genuinely don't remember. I thought it was Kevster. I'm going to guess it's Kevster. I'll, I'll be honest. When I, when I watch my matches, I don't usually prioritize Gladiator skins. Let me see. Uh, mirror on mirror. Anubis. Actually, Mirror, yeah. Ooh. Okay. Uh, and Kevster on Gibraltar. Okay. Okay, yeah. that's bizarre. Makes sense. Yeah. Is it though? And what way does that make sense? You want Miracles of Doom, maybe? Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Give him a little mm. playtime. Could be a Doom map. Okay, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm more talking about the distribution of Genji and uh, between Kevster and Birdring. That's what I was. You mean Kevster and Mirror? No, Kevster and Birdring, because like the oh. Kevster Birdring situation, it feels very like London esque, where you don't necessarily have a clear distribution. Where like you know how how Prophet and uh, Birdring just gave it up, right? Yeah, at times. 
I, 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 yeah, if you're going that way, then yeah, I definitely agree. But yeah, yeah, it wasn't self-evident to me who was going to play what. I think sure it is important to folk like to specialize the place into that. I was yeah. just not aware where mm. we're going. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting this week in particular because they have pretty difficult matchups. Like who gets majority of the play time, or if they continue to kind of flex around because I do think bird or not bird ring. I think mirror is playing on some cer or certain number of maps because of like the flex potential. Not only can you play Genji, but he can play Doom, can play other things as well. Obviously, Kevser brings a similar hero pool, but maybe not as specialized. So could be a flex there. But again, I think this is a Philly win. I don't think it's a 3-0. I think it's probably a 3-1. I think Glad's is at least good enough to, to, to take it to Philly, at least on one of these maps. And let's let's continue to frame that conversation as we go to LA Gladiators versus the um, Paris Eternal. Yeah, a lot of the same, a lot of the same talking points again. Like two teams that arguably could be the top. I think you could make an argument, especially with the results from Summer Shutdown, on who the top team is. And I'm not mad at any of them for the most part, unless you're saying like Florida's top. Then I want what you're smoking, but. Yeah, again, Paris top team. Glad's has a lot to prove. Paris, and you're not, you're not, but you're not saying Gladiators are a top team, are you? No. Okay, no, I just want to make Paris sure. I think, team. I think, just based by the way that the sentence was put together, I'm worried yeah, that people 100%. will think that you said that. No, no, no. Gladiators was, definitely. You're talking not a top about uh, Fusion and and Paris. The, and Paris, the teams that are playing the Gladiators as yes. two of the top teams. This is, Look, for me, the Gladiators' last hurrah to prove that they are not a, what, bottom four, bottom five team in NA? Bottom four? Ooh, okay. I wouldn't yeah. go that far. NA, in NA. No, he, I'd, have to, I'd have to really list them out. L look at this. We've already listed yeah. out four. Okay. We, we, I'm going to blow your guys' minds. Okay. By wind chance, Gladiators is a... Uh, is the fifth best team in the league. By what? By win chance. They are seven and six that? right now. Oh, okay. By record. Uh, okay. If I'm understanding. Yeah, yeah. That. Win rate. So, sorry, okay. win rate. Record. Right? Yeah. Which places them slightly above Rain and Valiant. Now, sure. of course, also we have to... Uh, the quality of that, you know, not yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the same. Uh, it's also... They're going to have a rough couple of matches. If you're like, yeah, they're the two of them are the schedule now. Few, the, yeah. the directly after that, you have mayhem. That's yeah. the top three, right? Yeah. Like, you got to run the gauntlet with with the exception of shock, which I'm sure one of the eight teams probably got to be shock as well, um, because gladiators are one of the teams that have played the least. It's only mm. dynasty gladiators. Yeah, only Dynasty and Gla Gladiators have played uh, this little games. So, of course, like we don't know in which direction this goes, and I'm very sure that after this weekend already, they will be much more mid-tier uh, based on their win yeah. rate. But yeah. it is crazy that the a that this maybe the strength of schedule switched up. How hard mm. Gladiators flip flipped throughout this season. And how the perception doesn't line up necessarily with the scoreline that uh, they currently have. Yeah, and I, I would agree. I with that. still think they have a solid chance to be a top five team in NA by records. 
when the season's done. Well, and that it is not impossible. That's no, it's that's not, kind of my so that's kind of my point here. So first of all, I want to clarify. I think I said bottom four. Uh, I take that back. I would say six. Bottom six. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could agree yeah. with that. They, bottom they yeah. reach six. That and that's yeah. if they don't put up some consistent or promising performances over the next two weeks. Yeah. I think those are both fair things to say. I'm not going to lie. It might, it might, uh, I wouldn't say it's a wash because that feels like very strong. But again, you're playing Fusion. You're playing what? Paris. Then you're playing Florida. You might just be going into the Countdown Cup like easily the bottom seeded team. And with True. these three matches, you get picked last. So you get the shocks. You play all top four. True. And you just get banged out. And it's tough you're to like really gauge. Wins. Yeah. Yeah. You're, 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 wins. you're not you're not you're not only not getting bonus wins, but it's tough to gauge exactly how they're playing because they're playing the top teams. And this is not a top team. Like You're yeah. playing every single class member above you. You're playing your seniors in this in this case. Yeah. So it's it's well, tough to really get a feel for them if they're not playing the Atlantis. If they're not playing uh yeah. who else would you like to see them play that's even like remotely like the Valiants. Like Valiants. again, like I'd love to see a Glad's Valiant kind of like LA Cup kind of deal because I think they're relatively close. I think yeah. there's there's an actual discussion there where these they just feel like losses. It's it's not good. I'd love for the gladiators to bounce back and maybe like take some of these games close. I don't I really don't see them winning. Closest one is maybe Florida in week three because of like the junk week. I don't know. It's 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 a tough call because there is a real world where gladiators go zero and four in the next four. Also, like direct competitors, rain. They are probably going three and zero. I would think. Like Against I think rain? they're going to be. No, no. Sorry. Oh, the rain uh, this week. Rain have won. Then yeah. the next two is Boston. Boston and Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Probably 3-0 going into Canton Cup. Yep. And then they already are seeded pretty well. So they get the, the free wins. Um, maybe. And wait, is the first, is the highest seed already? No, no, they don't. Like they have to one man. Only semifinalists uh, receive bonus wins, right? That's yep. how it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, they definitely could eke one out there. But even just by their season record, they are pulling a hat. Mm. Isn't it super crazy that? Uh, Atlanta Rain is a top five team in the A. Based on their match, match record, uh, does that it feel true to you? No, does again, it feel true to you that the Valiant had a worse season. It just in terms of the map record, no, it doesn't feel that doesn't feel like how they're being portrayed right now or how they're playing. But again. It's a weird season. There's a lot, you know, there's there's going to be makeup games that definitely don't affect the match record. If I'm to understand the kind of makeup game scenario, these aren't going to be, I guess, I don't know. I'm still very yeah. confused on exactly what's happening because are, do those games matter? Do Because these games don't. How does that yeah. like affect the match standing? Does it matter what the match standing is at the end of the day? Because we've kind of thrown it out the window. Yeah, I, I, by the way, that is one thing I wonder where it's like, did they just schedule games based on availability of teams or did, did they actually like try to sort of even it out? Because we know even in NA, I think Valiant played shock probably three times now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
something feeling. from feeling from feeling i, I i'm yeah. not sure if that's true i'd say so. um like At least there's definitely point. teams that had a significantly stronger strength strength of schedule at this point, mm. where you could think that it isn't going to be equalized at the end of the season. Um, and we would have to. That's that's an Eric question, by the way. Just like at the time of play, based on Elo, who just got mega strength. unfortunate, yeah. and I think we will see that feeling reflected in that strength of schedule because like from feel like valiant is definitely a top five team this season right like just like the level they played at uh, especially during the uh, the, and the in the past i'd agree mm, i don't know right now i don't I mean, know not, right now not right now of course but like in aggregate mm. over the season just how, how yeah uh, i could agree with that i could agree over, I over the I course of what we've seen right I now i disagree with it and i wouldn't present a counter argument against it <laughs> But it just doesn't feel. I just like good. there are a few I mean, teams in there that I, I would once. say the same things yeah. about. Yeah. Like who? Rain. Let's see. I mean, I can see an argument for. And it. again, like again, I'm not saying I I feel that yeah, way. Yeah. I I I know what you're saying. I, know I just saying. like there's there's these arguments that say like could argue glides too. As much as like, I think, I think you can, poop. I think you can. I think there's um, with what we've seen, not not looking too much farther ahead in terms of like quality, like the makeup games and the countdown cup. From what we've seen thus far, recency bias aside, I think there there is an argument to say who is too, fifth. Too I bad think the outlaws only have three maps yes. matches left because I would say like imagine if that number said seven. Mm. Imagine mm. if you they were you just like they were like four and eight or whatever and no. they had seven games left we would if they actually like had a semi-decent start and if you guys recall they had a horrific on they, had they lost to the boston starts. out the gate didn't they yeah yeah like they had one of the most we like, had to laughable take a strength lot of strength for a lot of yeah. weeks like these first six games i feel like and I th um, maybe in hindsight, they don't match up that same way anymore. But like from memory, the feeling of that was like they had a very probably the easy strength of schedule uh, based on that. I think maybe part of that was because Valiant was in there and we thought we, they were going, not going to be good. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That might have been the case. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's still like if they didn't have that bad start, we would also think of them very differently. I think then they're maybe currently like at least like eight and ten like not you know, like nine argument. and nine like yep. then then it looks very different right so, yeah, so. and that's so that's the thing is like i think that there there are teams that if like any if you take especially if you take record out of it and just say give me the top five teams the feeling yeah of who you think the best teams are i mm. i don't think that i would just like universally go oh yeah valiant that makes sense done next nobody else really makes sense well like there's there's i think three teams that are kind of really interesting arguments yeah for for being in there um i'm not saying i'm not saying that the outlaws are in there none of them way, feel but good i'm just though. saying that yeah none of them and honestly any yeah. of the teams none of the teams period out of the top four just even like feel like good teams like yeah it's like this weird middle kind of different shades of gray I think the like, valiant probably do feel the best and the rain the valiant and the rain are the two that i think feel the best um mm, yeah, but um 
I don't know. That's just me. It just feels like you're, we're missing somebody, too. But maybe that's just because Asia split. It's because London... And there's just a smaller pool. Moved. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, could London be a top five argument? I don't know. Can you put the match screen up right quick again? Yeah. I think I think that would have maybe been one more 3-0 than that. that um, like to. So I was gonna so I was gonna come back and ask you guys. So mm -hmm. we're at six seven six right now. I'm gonna bust mine up to seven. I don't know which one, but I think it's gonna be there. Yiska, you say that there's gonna be seven right now. Do you wanna change I your mean, number up or down? Yeah, Same I don't think we Joe. Yeah, I don't think we mentioned Philly. Did we mention Philly Toronto? Very quickly, yes. Okay. Did we, and we I know we mentioned Houston, Washington. No, I'm staying. I'll say seven. You're going to say seven? You're at six right now. You're going to say seven? Oh. Uh, no, keep me at six. If that's what I was, that's what I was. Unless I oh. missed it. Um, I'm at seven, right? Yep. I think you have to go to eight just to make us all different. Come on. Let's let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. All right, Chad. There like you a, have it. A game of wizard, if you guys <laughs> know that card game. Uh, Certainly uh, don't. Certainly don't. Coppers has ten. She's. What what do you have, yeah. chat? How many three O's this week do you have? Hope you guys had fun today, by the way. It's fun for us, that's for sure. Mm. Uh nine point three. Eric, you can't do that. Um <laughs> 11 for Weller, 4 for Ooh. Cooks, 9 Got for Salty. Got some cynics in chat. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, I get it. Okay, we'll have to see. This hey. will be a fun one to... Only Chengdu versus Spark isn't a 3-0. 8.5. You can't do points. You say 8 or 9. Otherwise, if it ends up being 8, you're going to be like, I was right. No, you weren't. You're just... oh, No matter what, you're going to be wrong. It has to be 8 or mm. 9. Uh, 10, 8, 7. Anyways, chat, thank you so much for hanging out. Hope you had a ton of fun today. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. But first, a big thank you to our patron producers. Battlecrab Pin Lotion, Charlie L Audio, Compass, Pork Shop, Sammy, Kosh67, Kushi Kopi, Char Picasso, Nathan Grizzly, Hunter Retain, Refined Bean, Rex Zane, Roger B, Fabled Steven, Owen, Chris R34444, Yiska is holding me hostage. Please send help. I'm under Yiska's desk. Please send help. Yiska says, Fishers, Frisha, Fished, Fisha, Fish. Thank you so much uh, for supporting the show. Patreon.com slash Tactical Crouch. Please support the show. We have game night Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Yep. Right here. Twitch.tv slash Tripod will be live right after Spike Drop or Valorant podcast that records live at noon. Uh, right here on Twitch. Uh, please come hang out for us. Uh, Yiska, we've got some new subs. Do we not? Yes. And... Uh... It's this time it's wait, am I on the right? Yes, it's Natsuba and Zach Attack 812. Thank you for the subs. Someone said, Thank you. Wait a second, games are at three. Yes, but it's literally rain versus uprising and shock. Yeah, we'll probably versus play some Florida. games. So we're not going to watch, watch Rain versus what? Uprising. There's okay. nothing. There's no amount of money you could pay for me yeah, to watch that. Probably. If we decide that good. we want to kick back and watch the shot game, I'm all for it. Yeah, maybe like if that happens, maybe we can just turn it into a companion stream of sorts. Or something. Yeah. If if it's a good good set of games that we're just not privy to, you know, the tea leaves, then maybe we'll just you know throw on a timer and and hang out, but. Probably expect yeah. some 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 fun Jackbox, some party games. Yes. So, all right. That's Friday. Yes, guys. Shout out to the week. Where can people find you? 
Um, so I, uh, as I referred to in the episode, like Eric and I put out an article. I think it's very useful to just like assess how important the, the rest of the games are. I mm. felt kind of deflated initially by the prospects of having everyone in playoffs. And I thought everyone was going to slack off. Actually, no breathing room for so many teams to just take this easy now. Like, yeah, maybe the top teams. And yeah, maybe the absolute bottom tier teams. But everyone in the middle is actually playing for something here. And um, which we always wanted in the Overwatch League to be the case. Totally. And I think the, these chain, uh, these conditions are actually pretty large in, in terms of the season outcome. Like we, um, Eric ran the numbers, like finishing a tier, a breaking point higher, almost like in, in many cases doubled um, the, the win chances you had to win the entire thing. So uh, overall, like I was actually kind of surprised by how severe these were. Like we already talked about it uh, during the games. I, did, I actually wasn't aware that the format was out. I think this is honestly like they bang on nailed it in the importance of regular season without making it too punishing on the, um, on the time restrictions uh, that they had. So... Hats off to the Overwatch League for that one. Cool. Uh, Joe, shout outs for the week, man. Where can people find you? You can find me on all the socials at Volamel. That's V-O-L-A-M-E-L. Uh, just put out a piece reviewing the, uh, or how, rather, the, the Chengdu Hunters beat the NYXL. So that'll be on GG Recon. Going to be doing a player feature that I kind of hinted at last week, or last episode, so check that out. Uh, it should be out sometime this weekend, or... Maybe a little, even a little sooner. Um, but yeah, other than that, content is a coming. Uh, I'm probably doing a little bit of a Valor feature sometime soon, so be on the lookout for that as well. But yeah, it's pretty much it. Sweet. Uh, it's me from your River Kick Tripod, playing a lot of TFT lately. It's been really nice to just throw on a game on the other screen and then play some TFT. So um, I might be uh, streaming over the weekend right here at twitch.tv slash kick tripod. We'll see. But other than that, uh, I'm just kind of chilling. Thanks for hanging out with us today, guys. Uh, we will see you Friday for Spike Drop or Monday for the next episode of Tactical Crouch. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.